Greetings and welcome once again, dear listeners, to Friend of the Family, the show that brings you monsters, mayhem, and probably more bickering and infighting than is strictly necessary. Today's episode finds Alice, as per usual, in the office of her granduncle Lawrence. However, unlike her usual missions, her mother Karen is present and that undead Oaf Asmodeus is not. Hey, Uncle Lawrence, what's up? Mom, why are you here? Hello, Alice. Why don't you have a seat? I'm not in trouble, am I? Oh, no. Not at all. It's just that, given the circumstances of this particular mission... Not that I miss him, but if this is about a mission, shouldn't Asmodeus be here? We thought you might want to hear about this one alone first, honey. Why? Is it, like, crazy dangerous or something? Oh god, we're not running into one of his exes, are we? Not one of his, no. Your next assignment has to do with the possession of a young mother. And what, it's a super powerful demon or something? Most likely just a spirit of some sort. Okay, well, I can totally handle that, so what's the big deal? You you see, it's the husband that requested our assistance. Yeah, probably. If she's possessed, it's not gonna be her. The husband... You see... He's your father, honey. What? Alice had never met her father. As far back as she could remember, she had known her mother had had a fling in college that had resulted in her birth. Truth be told, she had never actually given the man much thought. The Belfords had, after all, never been big on the nuclear family model anyway. But now, the prospect of meeting her father after so many years filled her with... Well... Something. An emotion between dread and expectation. Dimly, she became aware that she was gripping the armrests of her chairs to the point where her knuckles were white. Oh, Alice, sweetie, are you all right? Yeah, fine, never better. Possession, right, easy peasy. It's okay if you need a moment. Yes, we both thought it might be best to give you some time to process this. I appreciate that, but I'm the hunter and I hunt supernatural things. The spirit won't exercise itself. I should be able to take care of that, no problem. Well, if you're sure, sweetheart. We just felt you should know and thought it best to tell you away from Asmodeus. Given that he's Asmodeus. Yes, I appreciate that as well, thank you. May I have the mission file, please? There's just one more thing, Alice. Okay, but I would like to go ahead and start the mission as soon as possible. Alice? He's here. At the mansion. In the dining room, in fact. Oh. What? Taking a moment to collect herself, Alice took a few deep breaths before stealing herself to enter the dining room. She was also not looking forward to dealing with Asmodeus this mission, as he no doubt would torment her with the fact that she was about to work with her long-absent father. To her deep horror, she found them both in the dining room, happily chatting away. Where did you say you were from again? Cedar Rapids, Wisconsin. Oh, I've been there. Very beautiful. Good place to raise a family, I imagine. Oh, yeah, it's... What are you doing here, Asmodeus? Alice, I live here. We've been over this. What are you doing in the dining room? Oh, talking to Sean here. Lovely fellow. You know, I can't help but feel he looks familiar. Shut up! Alice, I'm hurt. That seemed a little harsh. 
I just... Asmodeus, go out to the hearse so we can prepare for the mission. What's the magic word? Would you please go out to the hearse? Why, certainly. Sean, it's been a pleasure. Be seeing you both shortly. <laughs> you seem a little on edge, uh, Alice, right? Yeah, and I guess I am, given circumstances. Right, uh, so... Hey. Hi. Listen, I I just want you to know that I didn't even know you existed until 20 minutes ago. Okay. I mean, if I knew Karen had gotten pregnant, I would have been a part of her life or done something different. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You sure? I mean, I'm pretty shook up about it myself. Really, it's fine. Let's go ahead and talk about the mission. What makes you think your wife is possessed? Oh, oh, okay. So, uh, about a month or so ago, I noticed Abby, that's my wife, Abigail, was acting a little strange. Uh, I met her a few years after I dated your mother. Uh, well, not that I really dated Karen, per se, uh, but I suppose you don't really want to hear that part. Not really, no. So, anyway, uh, Abby was acting a little strange, but not like she was feeling a little ill or anything. Uh, more like another entity had taken over her form and was using her to enact its will. Such as? Head spinning, crawling on the wall, pea soup everywhere, even though we hadn't had pea soup in a while. Right, I should be able to handle that. She stopped flossing. Is that part of it? No. Well, maybe. What about that Asmodeus fella? I think he said he was your partner or something? Something like that. What exactly were you and he talking about? Mostly making chit-chat. Did you discuss our relationship? It didn't really come up. Why? Is it a secret? No, it's just... Well, Asmodeus can be kind of... terrible. And I'd just rather he not know. But he seemed like such a nice fella. He's really not. You seem a little rough on him. Trust me, once you get to know him better... Anyway, we'd better get going. Say... Earlier, did you say you were driving a hearse? Yeah, it's kind of a long story. Alrighty then. The two of them head out of the dining room toward the driveway. In the awkward silence that usually accompanies two people who have said goodbye to each other, and then continue to walk in the same direction. Asmodeus was, as instructed, waiting by the hearse. Are we leaving now? Yeah. Uh, Sean, are you riding with us? I sort of drove up here on my own. Sean pointed to the silver sedan further down the driveway. I suppose I'll just drive ahead and you guys can follow me. Oh, can I ride with Sean? No! Why not? I I mean, I don't mind. No, I need Asmodeus to travel with me because... Reasons. Reasons? Important. Mission stuff. Surely we can discuss that when we arrive. No, we can't. But, Alice- Asmodeus, as the hunter, I order you to get in the fucking hearse! Oh. Well, it seems I've got no choice in the matter. And then Asmodeus, that faker, shot Sean some sad puppy dog eyes as he dejectedly made his way to the hearse. Alice stomped off after him, slamming the driver's side door behind her. They drove in silence, following Sean on the road back to Cedar Rapids. 
Asmodeus smirking at the hunter the entire way. Could you cut that out? Your staring at me is creepy. You are being so mean to me, Alice, especially in front of Sean. Why do you care about him so much anyway? You usually don't pay this much attention to someone unless you're trying to screw them. Eh, he seems like a decent enough fellow. Plus, there's just something about him. Never mind. Let's talk about the mission. Maybe the fact that he's your father. You knew? Please. Even if I couldn't tell by smelling him, I'd know because the big fat stupid head let it slip. Oops. Shit. So, Alice, what's it like meeting the man after all these years? Emotionally devastating? Knowing you were not good enough to stick around for? Please say yes. Shut up. I mean, even I knew my father. That makes you... weird. It's hilarious. Shut up! So eloquent. Must be the lack of a strong male figure in your life. If you don't shut up, right now! You will what? Tell me to shut up yet again? I suppose it's not your fault you're not assertive enough? You do not have a daddy! Oh god. Apparently unwilling to take Asmodeus's mocking anymore, she has slammed his head violently into the passenger side window, no doubt to Lawrence's future dismay. Asmodeus grabbed his head in his hands. Are you insane? I told you to shut it. Now are you going to be quiet, or am I going to have to beat you to a fucking pulp? You can't. I fucking can. You fucking can't. Jesus, let's, let's just... Can we skip ahead a bit? That got uncomfortably intense. Alright, skipping again to when they arrive at their destination, the sedan and the hearse pull up to a very nice ranch-style home. Another car was parked in the driveway, with a red rubber ball lying in the grass nearby. There was also a jump rope in the yard. The house was only missing a white picket fence to be in a Rockwell painting. Well, here we are. Gosh, Asmodeus, what happened to your face? Asmodeus shot a glance at Alice before looking away to the ground. I... I do not want to talk about it. Just then, the front door opened and a girl of about seven years of age bursted out. Daddy! The girl ran into her father's arms as he leaned down, scooping her up into a nice bear hug. Hey, Allison, baby, I missed you! I drew you a picture, Daddy. It's you, me, and Mommy. That's really good, sweetheart. Oh, she drew the whole family. Who are these people, Daddy? Oh, they're, uh, doctors. They're gonna help Mommy feel better. They look really, really young. That just means they're super good. Allison, this year is Asmodeus. How do you do? And this is Alice. Alice, this is Allison. Huh. Those names sort of even sound alike, don't they? Alice shot Asmodeus a dirty look, and for once Asmodeus flinched at the sight of her anger, a fact not missed on Sean. That dirty bastard. Sean, why don't you go ahead and take Allison? Your daughter. Take her out somewhere while we, uh, treat your wife. Yes, it would probably be best if she were not present during the treatment. Oh, right. We're going to leave Mommy? Just for a little bit, baby. And when we get back, she'll be all better. Say, how about we go out for ice cream? Yay, ice cream! Aw, a daddy-daughter outing. You're pushing it. So Sean and Allison left in the sedan, leaving Alice and Asmodeus to deal with the possessed mother inside the house. In an understandably foul mood, Alice went through the doorway. Well, are you coming or not? No. I have had just about all I can handle of your shit. Alice, I can't. Oh, fuck. Alas, 
distracted by the vampire's assholedom. That is not a word. Alice had neglected to have Sean give Asmodeus permission to enter the domicile, meaning the vampire was unable to enter the home. Fuck, 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 fuck! If you had not been in such a rush to send them off, we would not be in this situation. Shut up, I need to think. Why start now? Hello? Is there someone there? Shit. Alice quickly stepped back outside and closed the door behind her as quietly as she could. She then rang the doorbell. What the bloody hell are you doing? Shut up and I order you to follow my lead. Yes? Can I help you? Yes, may we come in and use your phone? Our car broke down and my friend is hurt. <clears throat> yes, ow, the pain. Well, I could make the call for you. But we really need to come in because he has to use the restroom. Stop that. Yes, uh, desperately, my pants are in great danger. I really don't know you people. And we have to talk to you about Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. Listen, I know it sounds weird, but- It sounds very odd. Please leave before I call the police. I'm Sean's illegitimate daughter! That one is true, actually. Oh. I see. I think you had better come inside. Abigail led Alice and Asmodeus to the living room, offering them both cups of tea. Alice sipped hers awkwardly as they all sat on the scotch-guarded paisley couches. Now, I think you'd better start at the beginning. Well, I sort of just found out and decided I needed to come here, I guess. Ah, well, I'm afraid Sean isn't here at the moment. Could we maybe wait for him? I suppose so. Oh, sir, you don't seem to be enjoying your tea. I am not thirsty at the moment. I could make something else if you'd like. He's fine. Okay, if you're sure. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your names. I'm Alice, and he's Asmodeus. That's a strange and unusual name. Ha, <laughs> that's clever. It's European. But I suppose it's not all that unusual for a vampire. Huh? And you must be Alice Belford. But how? I don't know why I didn't put it together sooner. When Sean said he was going to visit an ex-girlfriend, Karen Belford, I didn't think she was one of the Belfords. But then you showed up with a vampire and it became painfully obvious. How did you know he was a vampire? Oh, the voice from the sky mentioned something about a vampire. Oops. Because the possessed can hear the big fat stupid head. You've been just so helpful this episode. This is not an easy job, okay? Whatever. We came to exercise you, and that's what we're going to do. Asmodeus, hold her down. <laughs> Dodging even faster than Asmodeus can move, the possessed Abigail flies up to the second story, her body contorting in impossible shapes. Alice begins to run upstairs in pursuit, but as she approached the twisted figure, she was blown back by a strong gust of wind. Would you care to share any sort of helpful information? Well, I think it's fairly obvious that the spirit is strongly associated with air. Fucking finally. What did he say? Hmm? We don't have time for this. I order you to tell me whatever the voice guy said. Apparently, she's possessed by a spirit of air. Okay, then I just have to weaken the spirit so I can banish it. Yeah, have fun with that. Go pin her down. I do all the work. Begrudgingly, Asmodeus leapt at the flying housewife. 
missing her entirely, and crashing into a rather nice antique cabinet containing an heirloom china set. It was really rather nice. Was being the operative word. <laughs> Wasting no time at all, Asmodeus leapt once more, catching Abigail by the legs and trying to pull her down to the floor. The possessed bride thrashed and attempted to lose the vampire, finally using its concentrated air powers to throw the vampire down the stairs. On his way down, he managed to splinter a rather intricate banister. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. Yes, yes it did. Trying a different strategy, Asmodeus took a running leap, attempting to tackle the creature down as he fell to the floor. The vampire leapt once more toward the... <clears throat> spirited spouse. You're not funny. I think I am, and that's what's important. Anyway, this time, Asmodeus didn't go straight for Abigail, instead catching the ceiling fan and using it to empower his tackle. The pair of them came tumbling to the floor, destroying a quaint coffee table that surely was more than a hundred years old. Would you stop selling the decor? Now shove her under the rug! What? You said she's possessed by a spirit of air. That means I have to counteract it with an opposing elemental force. And carpet is the opposite of air? It's the closest thing to Earth! You know, there is a potted plant right there. Oh, that'll work. Asmodeus, dump the plant on her! After all the trouble this one has been, gladly. Alice marched back up the stairs and began to recite the incantation. Spiritus agate... Spiritus agatoni... Spiritus agitationis... Latin is hard. Yes, it is a mouthful. Spiritus... Agitationis ego te ligo in nomine Jesu et omnum sectorum et te imperio residerius burius. There was the sound of a great whooshing of air and a hollow howl as the spirit left the body of Abigail. Dabig. Huh. Suppose we never did get her last name. As the banished spirit dissipated, the woman's eyes fluttered until she opened them fully to stare at Alice and Asmodeus and began screaming. Who are you? What are you doing in my house? Please don't hurt me. Sean? Sean! The door flew open and in burst Sean, returned from the ice cream shop and spurred by the sound of his wife in distress. Abby! She's fine. Just a little dirt covered. It's okay, Abby. I know it's scary, but I'll explain it all later. Get them out of our house. Please, I want them gone. Of course. Alice, Asmodeus, you'd better go outside. After taking a moment to calm down Abigail, Sean joined Alice and Asmodeus outside. Asmodeus was making funny faces at Allison, who was still eating her ice cream in the car. Sean sent the small child inside to her mother. Thank you. It's good to have Abigail back to being herself again. No problem. I don't want to seem ungrateful, but was that amount of destruction necessary? Alice tends to get a bit... Carried away while fighting. My china! What happened to you? You're torn to pieces. I fell down the stairs. He did. Oh. I did too. Well, thanks again, I suppose. You're welcome. I guess we'll just be going then. Okay. Did you want to, uh, I guess, write postcards or something? No. It's been nice meeting you, really. But you don't need to feel obligated to keep in contact with me. It's fine. We could be pen pals, though. Well, if you ever want to get in contact with me, you know my address. Oh, Asmodeus, here's my email. Thank you. Now, I want to hear all about little Allison. It's wonderful to see children grow up. Send pictures. 
Asmodeus. It looks like we must be going. It's been a pleasure. Sean watched the two of them drive off. That poor, abused guy. Oh, if he only knew the truth. Meanwhile, Alice and Asmodeus made the long drive home. It's a shame. What? That you and Daddy Dearest didn't hit it off. Oh, help! I hope I didn't get in the way of your bonding experience. I'll be sure to put in a good word for you in our correspondence. If you want. Does that not annoy you? Actually, I've been thinking about it. Sure, it was a shock at first, but, I mean, I don't really need a bonding experience. I haven't had a dad for 17 years, so I really don't need him now. Besides, I've got Mina and Mom and Grams and Uncle Lawrence. I've never missed having a father because I've always had them. Oh, Pooh. Why'd you do that? Well, it's no fun contacting him if it does not bother you. And so once again, the mission is drawn to a close with only a moderate amount of property damage. But Alice has earned something valuable. No, she hasn't. She has learned that family is the people who care for you, who comfort you when you're sad and share in your joy. More so than just the people who created you. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's stupid. You're stupid. Stupid. It's true, nevertheless. So keep that in mind, dear listeners. And with that, I bid you good night. So, hey there, this is Sean coming to you live from Cedar Rapids. If you enjoyed this episode of me awkwardly meeting my daughter, well, the older one, I mean, I've known Allison all her whole life, and, uh, but anywho, if you'd like to hear more of Alice's adventures, you can find it on iTunes. Oh, and be sure to like and review. Or apparently, you can go to strangeandunusual.com. That's strange, the letter N, unusual.com. You can find the same website at snu.wtf, well, that hardly seems appropriate, or snu.horse. I don't, I don't get it. What's the horse for? There's also the Facebook page, Strange in Unusual Productions, or the Twitter, at FriendOTFamily. FriendOTFamily? I don't think these people know how to spell. Uh, but that's all the time I got. Bye-bye! <laughs>